Hi, welcome to the first ever Baptist Bible Studies podcast. My name is Gunner, and I'm here joined with my friend Samuel. I will call him Sam because for the first like three years of our friendship, that's what I called him, and I ain't stopping anytime soon. Uh, Sam, yeah. would you like to say hi to the crowd? Hello, everyone that's listening, if, if, uh, if anyone's out there, at least. Um, but yeah, so me and Sam, we've been friends for, you'd say like what, three, four years at this point, like, yeah, but, uh, really like the last like two years, our friendship has definitely taken off. Um, I would say, you know, it's a lot stronger than it was, you know, four years ago, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. um, I mean. I'm currently residing up here in uh, the state of Pennsylvania. Sam just recently moved down to uh, Georgia, so uh, that distance ain't stopping this friendship, ain't it? Yeah, definitely not down here in middle Georgia. Middle Georgia, and I'm in like a mile away from the Maryland border, so. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so in in this podcast, it's just, it's going to be us talking about the word uh getting involved with the scriptures and just trying to bring the word of jesus and just the word of the lord in general into this dark and desperate world i mean we need the light and you know i I see this as a opportunity for both of us to help bring some of that light back into the world so i mean today we're going to start off with uh probably one of the most cliche passages for someone starting up a Bible study or whatnot, which the verse is 2 Timothy 2.15, which states, uh, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And and that's what we both want to do here is we don't want to misinterpret the scriptures. We want to rightly divide it according to each proper dispensation. I mean, it's it's somewhat of a tricky thing, but really it's not. I mean, I don't know which, how if it's really that tricky, in your opinion, Sam, to dispensationalize yeah. correctly. Yeah, it, it's it's really not, not, not that difficult to, um, to, to do so. And plus, you know, if you have trouble, there, there's many great books out there that you can get. You know, Clarence Larkin has a lot of good stuff, obviously. You know, a, a person that a lot of people hate and a lot of people love. Peter Ruckman has a lot of stuff on that. Also, David Walker has some great books on that. But th- there, there's really an abundance of material out there that you can get in, in order to really learn how to do it. Um, but it, it's really not the difficult. Um, you know, th- this, th- this, this verse is really the, the center and the starting point on really how to study the Bible, how to examine the scriptures, and how to really make the Bible not contradict itself. If you're not dispensational, the Bible doctrinally, um, you know, if you're not dispensational, will contradict itself if you try to apply the whole Bible to yourself or to, you know, a certain group of people. So, you know, essentially dispensationalism is just rightly dividing the word. There are, you know, several dispensations, you know, that the, depending on how you break them up, you know, there's either seven to nine. That's usually, it's usually the, the framework there that most people go by. But, um, but really what dispensationalism is, uh, dispensationalism is, it's rightly dividing the word of truth, studying. This is the command to study in the King mm-hmm. James Bible. Um, and, and, and all the other versions, they, they take it out. They'll change this. 
they will, you know, really omit it and just say, you know, rightly handling the word of truth, or it, they won't even say study. Um, and it's really, it's really important to study the scriptures to make sure that you, you have the right doctrine and that you are doctrinally sound. Paul, you know, emphasized that clearly to Timothy many times, you know, endure and sound doctrine, because now we live in the last days where, you know, he said there shall be days when men will not endure and sound doctrine and they will adhere to doctrines of devils. And that's exactly what we're, we're dealing with here. Yep. And, uh, like you were saying, you know, the, uh, this is our command to study. Paul told us, you know, Paul is our apostle. Um, you know, he wrote majority of the New Testament. He wrote the majority of our Christian doctrine comes from if the book if the book starts with the word Paul, you know, that's yep. the easy rule of thumb. You know, there's stuff there's stuff in the Old Testament that still applies to us, you know, as doctrine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I don't know how you view it, but how I view it, like when I was talking about it to a friend on uh, Monday. I said, basically, if the book starts with the word Paul, that's your doctrine. That's your religious law. That's what, you know, you should apply your life to, you know, in all mm-hmm. manners of faith and practice. Um, yep. You know, but there's stuff in the Old Testament as well. There's stuff also in the New Testament as well that doesn't just start with the word Paul. But you have to filter it through Paul. If Paul agrees with it, it's good for doctrine. If yep. Paul disagrees with it, that's not your doctrine. You can still take it for application, though. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, you, you, it's not, you know, it's not like it's a, it's a Paul or only thing, you know, it's a Paul or nothing. No, mm-hmm. it's, it's Paul and everyone else as long as it agrees with Paul just because that's what the Lord wanted. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like you were saying in the, uh, the other versions, because uh, I pulled it up um, in a handy comparison the the king james it says it says study um the niv uh, at least this edition of it says do your best to present yourself um the nlt says work hard so you can present yourself the esv says do your best to present yourself as well the the new king james says be diligent to present yourself the CEV says, do your best to win God's approval. And the CPDV, which is the Catholic public domain version, says, be solicitous in the task of presenting yourself before God. So, I mean, none of those is truly, it's not saying to study. It's saying just make yourself, present yourself good. You know, and... and presentation is one thing but being studious is another you know that at least in my opinion that cha- that's a that's changing that half of the verse you know yeah, exactly and, and it and you know in the second half of the verse it's uh the king james says rightly dividing the word of truth you know not uh except for the new king james out of that list of translations i read it, it's not they don't say to divide it um, mm-hmm. And like you were saying, you do need to divide it because if you Absolutely. don't properly divide, say, the book of Acts, the book of Acts has mm-hmm. a handful of different ways of salvation. Yep. But that's because of the dispensations. You know, it was a transitional book. You know, mm-hmm. from from at the beginning, there was one plan for salvation at the and, you know, here, as soon as this new one, the second one came out, that first one was null. 
yeah. and, and so on. But after the book of Acts, you know, if you're just reading the book of Acts as, you know, and then you go straight into Romans, from Romans to Philemon or Philemon, however you want to say it, because I'll say both, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, there's one plan for salvation. And, yeah. that, and that's the plan for us. Um, I mean, you know, in the Old Testament, there was multiple ways for salvation back then at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, same, it came out to the same one. But, you know, but and that was a that was a, a works one, you know, you adhered by the law. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this one, this is by faith. You know, we, we what do we do as Christians? We 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 I just lost the word. <laughs> um, I genuinely just lost my whole train of thought right there because I said we twice and I stuttered. Um, okay. <laughs> But but yeah, like we have faith. That's what that's what I was saying. We have faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know we you know we do what the the straight up the gospels. We we believe in the gospel of Christ. You know, yeah. Christ was sinless. He died on the cross. He rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and because of that, he was able to make be the perfect sacrifice for our sins, and mm-hmm. we follow him out of faith. You know, um, that that that's what we believe. That's our way for salvation because we are in this church age. There will be another church age. Well, not not really. There will be another age, and there will be another plan for salvation then in the tribulation. Yeah. You know that yeah. that will be a. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a that's a, a back to the works right. That's a back to the work salvation. Uh right? yes yeah. Yeah, so the the majority of the Old Testament, which was basically from the from when Moses got the law, from the law until really until you know the death of the testator, which would be Jesus Christ, it was a faith and works system. Um, you know, you had that faith in God. You know, you couldn't just do works and not have faith in God, but you have to you had to have faith in God, and then you also had to do the works. That's why the law was there. Um, and you know, the, the the law can't justify you by yourself. You know, Paul writes about that. You have to have faith as well. But you know, you know, right now we're in the church age. We're saved by grace through faith, not of works. Um, and then once we get into the tribulation, which we won't be here, um, uh, you know, both of us will be caught out of here. But the people that will be down here, uh, God help their souls, they will uh, have to endure to the end, and that involves works. That's uh, that that kind of language is used throughout all the gospels because there are certain parts of the gospels that are tribulation doctrine. But you'll have right. to endure to the end and have faith, but also adhere to the law and. Uh, and, you know, really, the, the only way you would really get saved uh, if you're in that, that dispensation, that time frame, that those seven years called the time of Jacob's trouble, you will really have to do works, have faith in God, and really ultimately probably die a martyr because you can't take the mark of the beast. And if you take the mark of the beast, you'll go to hell. So, you know, you'll basically have to die a martyr for Christ. So, Yeah, it, that, that and like you said, luckily, because we do fall into this church age we do have faith Mm -hmm. in the lord we won't have to experience that and and you know the only guide for the people that will be in that seven years is you know the bible um that and if they and you know unfortunately like you said many people will take the mark of the beast and they will be damned straight to hell because of that because like you said once you take that mark it's it's permanent Yep. Uh, there's so. no there's no there's no backseas with the mark of the beast. 
yep, um, game over. Yeah, it's it's an instant loss. But yeah. Um, yeah, and and honestly, you know, I've Second Timothy two fifteen. It was one of the the first verses I can say flawlessly, perfectly. I learned it um, in the Awanas program, and I know I've talked with you about what Awanas mm-hmm. is. You yep. know, I was in it from age three till eighth. You know, the end of eighth grade. So that that was you know a vast majority of my current lifespan because I'm only eighteen, turning nineteen in March. So yep. you know, and, and you know that that verse there, it was at my old church. I'm like ninety eight percent certain in the old uh, fifth and sixth grade uh, section because how they did their youth group was a little different. Uh, at the uh, when I first got there, it was uh, their Sunday school. When I first got there, it was kindergarten through fourth. Then you had this fifth and sixth grade transition, and then you went uh, seventh and eighth grade, and uh, seventh through twelfth grade was their youth group. Um, but after we got our youth pastor Seth, that system changed. It went from kindergarten to to fifth was Sunday school and, you know, sixth grade upwards was, you know, middle school and high school ministries, but respectively, but, um, second Timothy two fifteen, I'm pretty certain it was one of the verses, uh, that was, you know, they painted it up on the wall and that, that was where I'm like 98% certain I memorized that verse was there at my old church in uh, Houston. Um, the other, the other verse that I know I memorized there, and, and again, it, it, it's coming out of the Timothys, is 2 Timothy 4, I mean, not 2 Timothy, 1 Timothy 4.12, which says, Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou uh-huh. an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. And, and yep. that was another one I memorized there as well, you know, uh, and that one I'm 100% certain was up on that wall as well, because, you know, it was a it was a younger age group. Don't let anyone despise thee of thy youth. Yeah. So and, and again, and that's another verse that I think is important with this uh, podcast. I mean, I'm eight. I'm 18 right now. Are you 17 still? Or are you eighteen? Yep, I'm I'm seventeen, still a minor. Okay, so so I mean, you know, we're either way, we're both young. You know, we we don't have our whole lives in the word. I mean, I like you know, lifespan. You know, relatively, we have our whole lives in the word. Mm-hmm. Um, but those life compared to someone else, you know, a, a minister that's been in the uh, book for his you know, 80 years of life, you know, that might seem yeah. a little, but really it, it, it doesn't matter how many years of experience you have. It matters how seriously you take it and how much time you put into studying it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I, I don't want anyone to look down on like this podcast and say, Oh, it's these two, uh, <laughs> it's these two youngins that yeah. don't know what they're talking about. They're just babbling off the same stuff that they've, uh, read multiple times or been taught yeah or or been taught like it's yeah it, we're, we're both coming here i mean i don't have i literally don't have any notes in front of me all what i have is my bible 
mm-hmm. and and you know and my computer. But all's what's open on my computer is the system that we're using to record this conversation. Like I don't have any notes in front of me. Everything's coming right out of my mind. And honestly, that that for this type of situation is a really good thing to have because it's you know it's the introduction to this series. It shows you know what we do know with no preparation on it. Yep. Like oh, I did, I told you like two seconds before we actually recorded it that hey we're doing Second Timothy two fifteen. Yeah. And, and you know and, and I I knew that you know obviously that that's what we were going to do, but I didn't take any studying for it this morning. I mm-hmm. did my studies in John. Like yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't no it wasn't John it was Matthew because I was looking back at uh. The, uh, when the disciples asked Jesus uh, for why they did the par- why he did the parables, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with Second Timothy <laughs> yeah. two fifteen. It's like the yeah. far, it's one of the farthest things from it. But I, I mean, those two scriptures there, I feel like, are really crucial for like this podcast. Because mm-hmm. again, you know, don't let anyone look down on you for your age. You know, be an example. What are we supposed to be as Christians? Examples of Christ. You know, yeah. we're supposed to live like Christ would. You know, be be thou an example of the believers in word. You know, that that, that goes back to like in James, controlling the tongue. I mean, again, another mm-hmm. good application point. Uh, in conversations, you know, same thing. How are we communicating? Is our, is our conversations Christ-centered? You know, this, I don't want this podcast to end up being, you know, we just come here and we babble about, you know, the new, a new movie or anything like that. We probably won't, you know, the main focus of this podcast is we're going to be in this word, in this book, in the word, 98% of the time, like there might be one every blue moon and it's not even going to be a full episode. It would just be like a conversation point, but guess what? It's leading back into this book. Yeah. Um, and, and, and charity and you know the King James definition of charity you know it's replaced with love in the modern translations which really yeah. that's a de- that's a downgrade because Absolutely. if uh, and, and give me a second to google it because I want to actually say the legit definition of charity um, the archaic word because uh, definition of charity says love of humankind especially in a christian context so that's not just like you know oh i love football or oh i love to eat anything like no it's it's different it's a focused love on humankind you know loving you know love thy neighbor that's what this is referencing and and again and even you know the archaic definition is a christian context you know that's why that whole everyone knows the the love is patient love is kind chapter in the Uh, king james it's not that it's charity because again charity is a higher form of love it is love but it's higher form it's you know yeah and and you can see that they make that differentiation of types of love you know Uh, Mm -hmm. and there's passages where uh, preachers will talk about the differences in love where Jesus is talking of it's Peter where he's like feed my sheep you yeah. know they don't the, the, there's two different loves in the Bible in the king in the English at least 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and that is that is the word love and the word charity. Yeah. And they couldn't have used charity because they weren't Christians at that point. Yeah. Or they and um, but yeah, and, and going back to First Timothy, uh, in spirit, how are we reflecting the spirit of the Lord? How are we reflecting the love of the Lord in our spirits? I want us to focus on, you know, being a salt and light. Um, and in faith, I mean, I think this is a blatant example of how we're showing our faith. I mean, this will be posted on multiple things. These are just two, right? It's two Christians talking about the Bible. I mean, yeah. that, that, and in today's, you know, society, that's a, that's a really daring thing to do, unfortunately. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and impurity, you know, keeping ourselves pure as well, you know, that, that stems from outside of this as well. But I, I you know, both of you, both of us are going to falter, you know, I'm not saying mm-hmm. we're perfect. I know I'm not perfect and, yeah. I, and I know you're not perfect either, Yep. but we hold ourselves, we're holding ourselves to a higher standard because we believe if, you know, we didn't believe in what this book says, we wouldn't. You know, we we our definition of purity would be something completely different if it was a worldly purity. Yeah. Worldly purity is uh, really it's not even purity, and and, and that's a sad that saddens me. But yeah, yeah, and really, like we we live in a nation that is is really love perverted i guess you could say in a sense it's like it's like you know all the new versions the niv you know the nasb you know you know any of them you know you you can name any of them and it'll pretty much change it to love and 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 that's that's such a sad thing because in the world's eyes you know there's all different types of love even in the bible there's different types of love like the the first occurrence of the word love it's not it's not a reference you know between you know uh, a husband and wife no it's it's a it's referencing abraham and his son isaac it's a father and son relationship love. But, but really, the, the world, you know, on, on average, you know, just thinks love is lust and lewdness and sensuality and all of this filth, all this sexual immorality, you know. And, you know, oh, yeah, you know, just, 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 just let them love who they want to love. And that, that's disgusting. That's perversion right there. Love it, you know, you know love in the moment type deal. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's. We, we we as a nation, and it's not just as a nation, it's just we as a global society, mm-hmm. you know, are just straying farther and farther away from the Lord. Yep. But if you, uh, you know, as, as globally, that's what's happening. But you'll mm-hmm. still see pockets of resistance. I mean, I want to yep. say I saw just the other day, a uh, Poland is getting fed up with just everything. Yes. Like, I don't, did you see that stuff? Uh, yes, I did. Yep. Like, you know, and, and that whole time they're saying, you know, Christ is king, you know, mm-hmm. it, that he is our, you know, he is our God. And, and that's good. You know, that is yeah. good. You, you have a nation that's, you know, who is notorious for getting bullied. You <laughs> yeah. Know, and they're, they're sick and tired of it. They're not taking any more, you know, any, any crap from anyone because they're, focusing back on to christ and that's mm-hmm. globally what we need to be doing and now i'm not saying you know we it's a i'm not being a globalist or anything like that yeah you know i'm saying but you know each nation 
individually needs to turn itself back to the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because when you know when a nation fears the Lord, truly fears the Lord, not a perverted you know fear of the Lord, um, where they where they try to justify their sins. With, yeah. Oh, the Bible says this. No, that's not what the Bible says. I mean, back in the day, you had people defending slavery with the Bible. The Bible doesn't. The Bible, the biblical slavery is not even slavery. It's indentured servitude. Exactly. You know, and and because of that, the Bible allows a way out of slavery. What did the Mm -hmm. people do? They perverted that scripture to fit their own agenda, which is a horrible sad thing that that's to see that happen because what did that do that gave christians a bad name yeah you know like and, and you know i was telling you um you know i bought a book the other day um from a from a used bookstore up here called make the bible work for you um this book basically it tells you how to justify your sins using the scriptures um yeah. And, and it's funny because when and, and funny in a bad way I should say because where it was bookmarked at it's uh, the the sin that it was trying to get you to ju- uh, trying to justify is sleeping with every single man in the zip code. Yeah, you can't justify that with the scriptures, but the the verse yeah. they use is Exodus eight verse three, which says. And the river shall bring forth frogs abundantly, which shall go up and come into thine house, and into thine bedchamber, and upon thy bed, into the house of thy servants, and upon thy people, and into thine ovens, and into thy needing thoughts. How is that justifying? It, it, it's not. That, that's the plague of frogs that Moses brought upon Egypt when he was telling Pharaoh, let my people go, and Pharaoh didn't want to do that. That's, you know, that I, I mainly got this book because I wanted it off the shelves because I'm not going to use this book to justify my yeah. sins. And if anyone tries to use that audio clip right there, that's not what I mean. I'm trying to show that that, you know, we have a society that's doing, that's perverting the scriptures even to this day. You know, sexual immorality, yeah. that's a big issue in today's society. Because oh, yeah. like you said, we, we live in a hookup society. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it, that's it's a sad thing to see. Um, yeah, and 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 it's really funny. Like going back to the scripture, they tried to use like, okay, if they want to justify, okay, because the you know plague of frogs, you know, jumped on some beds or something. Well, they also in that passage it literally says they went in the oven. So, so if if, if you want to use that, then then I then I guess you know you're gonna have to shut yourself in the oven. Okay, <laughs> like it's yeah, just, like, just idiotic. Yeah. The, the, the scripture, like, I I could have probably found a better scripture if I really wanted to. Do I want to? No. And am I encouraging anyone to? <laughs> no. Like, you know, don't don't justify your sins with the scriptures because that's just perverting the word. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, but again, like I said, I mainly got that book off, just that way would it be off the shelves. Plus... Uh, they were doing a sale. It was like buy two, get two free. And that was one of the free ones. I definitely, unless I was rolling in money, would have not put, you know, the two bucks into that book. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like 
it, it, it's just interesting to see, you know, when you see those pockets of resistance, like I was saying, like, say, Poland, for example, you know, it, 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 it truly, it was beautiful. And I, I shared, I, I know you don't have an Instagram, um, but I shared it on my Instagram story. I mean, I, I'm po I post so much stuff on my Instagram story, it's not even funny. But, you know, I'm hoping, you know, someone saw that. Um, yeah. You know, mainly, mainly what I post, or at least what I'm trying to get away from, is really I'm trying to get away from posting so much political stuff like I used to. And focus more on posting the word and stuff dealing with the word. Plus, I do focus on hitting my traditionalist values. And really, if you look at it, the traditionalist values are basically what the Bible says. Yeah. I mean, if you if you truly compare it, you know, it plus the hints of, you know, each individual like culture as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but other than that, it's mainly it's mainly just the biblical morality of each situation is what the traditionalist is you know the true traditionalist values you know and like with all political ideologies and whatnot you're going to have you know the extremists you're going to have the extreme liberal with it you know it doesn't really matter type deal i mean i i i'd be in the middle of it you know some of it's good to it you know it's good but you know to an extent you know what's the cost but really you know First and foremost, I'm a I'm a Christian, you know. Yeah. I have and I have to filter everything through this book. Do I falter? Yes, I will always falter. I'm not perfect. I you know, there was only one perfect person on that ever walked this planet, and we nailed him to a cross and crucified him. Like, uh, you know, that, that's that's the reality of it. But am I trying mm -hmm. to okay that um, uh, imperfection? No. But, uh, but yeah, I, I thought it'd be interesting again to tell you about like Poland is getting fed up with everything. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's really interesting because, because God always has his remnant, his remnant of people that are truly following and walking with him and worshiping him. And now, you know, in, in the biblical sense, most of the time that's, you know, the, the Jews, you know, there's certain group of Jews, like, again, there's the 144,000 that go into the tribulation there, you know, there was a remnant under the Babylonian captivity, but even now God has his remnant of faithful, faithful, you know, sons of God, faithful children that, you know, continue to serve him and, you know, will lay their lives down for him if, if that's the cost. And, you know, we, we, you know, almost every single time, you know, now, you know, maybe, you know, a hundred years ago, this wouldn't be the exactly the case, but almost every single time our government, our society and just the world in general, you know, goes against the Bible. They, they go against the scriptures. And, and you know, we, we, we used to live in a fairly decently godly nation, and, and now we don't, obviously. You know, things, things degrade over time. Entropy, you know, right. evolution is, is not a fact. You know, evolution only works if something is created by a creator. So like cars and technology, yeah, that gets better over time. That gets more advanced. But when it comes to natural things, like for instance, morality, oh, it always goes down, always goes down. You know, like, like exactly, yeah. exactly like the Bible says, you know, it says evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. And, you know, mm -hmm. there, there, there are, there are, you know, there, there's really a multitude of, you know, brethren out there that are saying, oh yeah, you know, you know, they're, they're calling for revival. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we need revival and revival is coming and everything. 
for our nation and everything, you know, like spiritually. And I, I just don't see it happening now. You know, if revival were to happen, you know, hallelujah, like I, I would support that. But the thing is right. that things keep degrading over time. OK, I, I personally don't think things are getting better. If you just look through the Bible and really dispensationally, because every single dispensation ends up in a collapse, ends up in turmoil. OK, we are getting towards the end of our dispensation. OK, and right. really we're, it, in, it, we're in the Laodicean church age. Yeah. Um, which, correct me if I'm wrong, that would be the church age prior to Christ returning. Yep, yep, that, that's the last one, and it's, and it's certainly the worst one, which is really bad for, you know, where we are as a church now. And really, just, just look at the world, just look at the state of the church, just look at our government, look at governments all around the world. Um, things are not getting better, things are getting worse. And now, you know, th th things getting worse is kind of good in a way for us, because we know our Lord and Savior is going to come to get us sooner, okay? It's happening. You know, and, right. and he could come at any moment. And, and you know, I, I, I personally pray, you know, every single night, even so come Lord Jesus. That is the last prayer in the Bible. And, you know, I'm waiting for him to take me out of here because this is not my home. This is not my home. Yeah, so, I mean, know, for I, all we know, for all we know, you know, right here, we could be recording this and boom, yep. we're raptured right there. Hallelujah. I, you know, I'd be fine with that. Mm -hmm. You know, would it, you know, I, I hope, you know. I'd be able to put out a few episodes and hopefully lead someone to Christ by this. But if that's if that's not in the Lord's plan, who am I to stop it? Yeah, <laughs> I can't stop the Lord's plan. Yeah, yeah, and and really, uh, there, you know, my uh, my uh, my spiritual mentor, uh, my posthumous mentor, you know, said this once, and uh, and I, I personally think it, it's really true what he said. He he said that. To, to really judge, you know, a, a, a Christian state, you know, their standing with the Lord, like their personal relationship, to judge it, to see if, you know, they're really walking with God and they're really, you know, having a personal relationship with them and have a, have a good standing with them is, is really, you know, ask them this question. Okay, if, if the Lord were, were to come and take you out right now, how would you feel about it? You know, and, 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 and if, and if you're not excited and, and, and you know, if, if you would want him to wait, then, then you're, you're not in the right place. Okay, you know, right. and you know, I, I get it. You know, some people, you know, want to have kids. Like, like my, my, uh, my girlfriend is like, hey, you know, I, I really want to have kids. You know, before then, but you know, the, the whole thing is that, is that I, I'm ready to leave this whole thing. Like all, all this material stuff, that, that this body, my flesh, I, I'm ready to leave it all and get a glorified body and be up with the Lord. Okay, I could care less what goes on down here, and right. um, and it's like. I, I, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And, and you know, some some people that, you know, have, have argued and contended with me and say, oh, you know, well, I, I want to stay down here and win more souls and, and everything. And, and I, I certainly get that. I certainly get that. But the whole point is that I'm waiting for the scriptures to be fulfilled. I'm praying for the scripture to be fulfilled. OK, it, when 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 God when God is ready to take us out, he's taking us out. And, you know, I, right. I, I feel I feel I feel real sorry for the people, for the souls that are going to be down here during that time but yeah, they they they're they're pretty much done it's like it's like there there's not going to be many people that are going to be saved throughout the tribulation like the vast majority and just like now you know narrow is the way that which leadeth unto life you know it's like there's very few people that are going to get through that thing and it's like well you know and, and the whole point is that you know if, if you weren't caught up in the rapture and the blessed hope you know and him catching up his bride and christ catching up his bride if you weren't caught up in that then you were you were on the way to hell in the first place so yeah. it's like you know, that's like your that, really that's your you like little that's your last warning sign, like you know get yeah. right for the flight while you can, um, yeah, because it's coming and and really you know like I was saying, you know would I like it you know if 
I could lead someone else to Christ before the rapture. Yes. I think, you Uh know, I think that's a good mindset, but at the same time, I'm like you, I'm ready for it. You know, if the Lord wants to come up right now, I'm fine with that. You know, I'm I'm, I'm right for the flight. I know where I'm going, Uh you know, And, and while I'm here, I'm, I'm constantly trying to help, especially one friend of mine. Um, I'm trying to get, uh, to, to talk with, uh, my friend, get her to the, to the place in her walk where she will be saved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to say too much probably because I really haven't, okay, you know, I haven't asked her if I could say much about this, but I'm going to say as little as I can, you know, as much as I can without actually putting out, you know, any defining characteristics. But I mean, I've yeah. talked, you know, I, I've personally, I've prayed for this friend for years on end. Uh, you know, since I knew this person and, and really, you know, the other, the, like last month or so, uh, my friend came up to me and said, I started reading the Bible and I, you know, I was, you know, if you were to ask my friend, I immediately smiled. Like I was so happy because, you know, I finally got to see someone, you know, uh, see this person I had been praying for and trying to show the light. Uh-huh. You know, finally, you know, take that step. And what it wasn't just me. I'm not going to say it was just me because I know better. It was a, uh, a family member uh, actually gave her the Bible that they're using. Uh, but it, it's just it's a really good experience. And, you know, and I encourage anyone that's, you know, solid with their faith to share the word, because uh-huh. that is, again, one of our Christian duties is to be salt and light spread the word be fruitful and multiply all that stuff that all applies yep. to us and we and we need to um mm-hmm. you know and, and like i said you know i would my, my friend right now is not saved mm-hmm. but that's fine i'm working with her and, and honestly the, mo- the most i can do is just share the word that it's ultimately her decision yep. you know I, I i i straight up told her i said you know I am not going to try to do anything like a um, altar call type thing when mm-hmm. I talk with you, because uh, it, it was funny. My friend actually said that they don't uh, that you know the few times that my friend has actually been to church, you know, uh, this specific church, they did a lot of altar calls, and she never thought it was right. And I said, yeah, I really, I personally don't agree with it because it's uh, it's a, it's the truest form of emotional manipulation. Um, yeah. And, and honestly, you know, I, I want to make sure that my friend is is actually going to is actually say before I say, you know, before we take that step, because uh-huh. I don't want I don't want to lead to a false conversion because, you know, you know, in a way that's I'm partially I, I will be responsible for damning my friend to hell if if I lead her to a false conversion. Yeah, yeah. Because she'll, you know, it could be in her mindset she'll be thinking, okay, I'm set, I'm good, but in all uh-huh. reality, she wasn't, and I don't want that for my friend because I love my friend as a friend. You know, I want, yeah. I hope, you know, I hope one day that I will see my friend in heaven. I would uh-huh. love for that to happen, and I'm, you know, and, and it's not just with my friend either. I'm, I'm, you know, you know me, I have. I, I call it my Jesus hats. You know, I have a hat that says Jesus saves. I have a hat that says fear God, not Corona. 
I wear those both out in public all the time. You know, be, be, why? Because I'm hoping, you know, it'll spark a conversation. And I've sparked one or two conversations with it, um, but they were both by believers. So that, that was the thing. But that's uh -huh. still, it's better than nothing, you know. But, I mean, we're told to go out, be fruitful, multiply, um, to bring disciples of all nations, you know. I'm, yeah. I, and, and honestly, I think in that is one of the more important commands as well. Mm -hmm. You know, in my, in my mind, that goes right next up, right up there with second Timothy two fifteen. you know, when it comes to like the actual verses that they're stemming from the command given to us by Jesus saying, you know, well, he gave it to his disciples. Uh, but it's a command for us as well to go and make disciples of all nations. Yep. Uh, that that you know we 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 should you know it's it shouldn't just be you know for our our case you know we live in America it shouldn't just be us going out to America you know outreaching Americans should we yes but it says all nations we should also be going out doing outreach outside of this country as well yeah um, but given the current situation with this. Uh, with uh, the pandemic, I mean that that yeah, there really, is harder it's just, to do. Uh, it, it's really abundantly important uh, important that we fund and should fund a, a missionary. Now, you know, both of us are, are in our youth. We are very young, and we, we we don't have really you know full time jobs, and we're not supporting a family yet. Um, but you know, once we get more economically secure and everything, I, I believe it's it's everyone's duty as a Christian. To fund a missionary, and 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 that and that's not just giving to your local church or your missionary that you or, or your you know or your um, mission that you know you support the ministry you support you know, um, but really no, funding it's missionaries. Like legit missionaries that are going out there. Yeah. Well, we sit back here because of our own reasons, you know. Like, yeah, that's a that is a very important thing. Yeah, and and really, the, the United States. Um, just really trumps all the other nations when it comes to this one fact is that we we send out 90 something percent of all the missionaries that go around the globe no other country sends out missionaries like our nation does and that's one of the only things good i can say about our nation but yeah you know it's very important that you know like you know on, on top of you know tithing or you know giving to your local church and supporting you know a, a ministry maybe online or something i i think everyone should to take some of their extra money that they have, you know, instead of spending it on, on a new toy for yourself or spending it on something for your wife or your kid, which, you know, all, all, all you know, the, all three of those things are great. And, you know, and you, you should definitely be able to bless yourself and your family with the money that God has, has given you, you know, but, you know, I, I personally think that some of that money should go to funding a missionary, you know, whether they're going to Kenya or Australia or really anywhere around the globe. I, I think some, you know, some, some of your money should should go to that you know year round and we we, yeah. we really need to support our missionaries yeah and, and that's one thing my uh my old church there in houston so you know keep in mind i we you know right now i live in greencastle pennsylvania and for those that are listening that don't know where greencastle pennsylvania is don't worry i didn't know where it was before i moved here it is yeah. it is a it is a really small area you know right on the maryland border you know, it is it is literally on, on Interstate 81. You take the first exit, and you're in Greencastle. 
so when when comparing my current church to my old one that's not a fair comparison but i'm just stating this anyway my old church there in houston was really good with this um when it came to uh missions in general like uh and, and i'm speaking of uh i know the whole church was but i'm speaking mainly from the youth group aspect um they would send every year a and, the, and they even did it with uh covid i'm pretty certain I, I could be wrong. I, I'm not 100%. But they uh, they send their seniors, uh, you know, their senior boy and girls, to um, down to, I'm pretty sure it's Honduras, uh, and every, every year over their spring break. Um, and and that, that's a really cool thing because not only is that church just supporting a missionary, you know, it's providing them, it's training them. Uh, people to it's training their students to go and be mm-hmm. missionaries as well uh, and and that helps you know even you know you don't have to go it, it, that experience just won't help them when they're reaching people from other nations no that experience helps them reach people here in America themselves yeah like it, it, it really that, that that's one thing that you know we, we couldn't do this you know I I don't think the church that I go to right now could do that just because we live in a small area. We don't have that funding. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, that, that is, you know, that's a sad reality of, you know, having a smaller church, you know, but at the same time, we are still, the church is supporting missionaries around the globe. I know this church up here, we support a, uh, an organization that sends, um, that, that runs book uh libraries all around the uh, globe and they're christian libraries you know it's not you know it's not a regular library it's a it's a legit christian library all around the world i mean it doesn't matter if it's over in the middle east or you know europe i know those are two places that they're mainly focusing but i know that's one thing that uh, crossroads which is a church i go up uh to up here that that they do um i mean we support missionaries here in america as well um the old youth leader uh jb right uh he's up in maine right yeah yeah he moved up there god called him up there yeah yep. in what did crossroads do we still support him you know yeah. and, and and that's and that's what that's a good thing you know so it you know it really doesn't matter whether you have a small church or not you can still support missions it, you know the degrees will obviously vary yeah, but you know, if your church isn't supporting the missions, there, there, there's something wrong there. Yeah, like, 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 really, what are you doing? Like, if you're not supporting right. missions, what are you doing? You know, and and you know, not 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 every Christian is gonna you know grow up to be a missionary. You know, and, and you know, like Paul says, you know, there, you know, in the body of Christ, there's some people that are hands and eyes and mouthpieces right. and feet and everything, you know, you know, God calls us to, to do different things. Um, but you know, if God calls you to be a missionary, uh, don't, don't resist the call, do it, go, go out. But you yeah. know, the, the, you know, like I personally think every single Christian, you know, every local church should, should at least give something to missions, you know, and, and obviously it's still important to evangelize the lost world in our local communities. That's great. You know, go out and street preach and hand out tracks and, and really just, you know, try to get people saved like that. That's, that's one of the greatest things you can do. You know, the Bible says he that, he that went had, 
Jeez. He that winneth souls is wise, and you know, soul winning is you know, uh, is, is a practice that you know every Christian should do. You know, uh, whether you're young in the faith, a babe in Christ, or whether you're you're an elder in the faith. Um, I think every Christian should try to go out and and do soul winning. You know, some people are hyper soul winners. That's all they do. And you know, I, I personally think right. that you know you should be doing something else on top of that. But, you know, I, I personally think every Christian should should try to do that a little bit, try to go out and witness. I'm not saying you have to go up there on top of a car and start preaching and saying you're all going to hell. You know, that's something I'd like to do. But, but you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, every Christian should, you know, do soul winning. And, and it's really sad because, you know, really most of Christianity has never even hold, heard of the term soul winning. They don't even know what it is. Like, personally, for me. For the longest time, I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what soul winning was, you know, and it's just really right. sad that, you know, it's because it's not practiced anymore. You know, here, here down south where I am, you know, in the south, you know, there there's quite a bit of that um, just because, you know, I'm in the Bible Belt and everything, praise God. But, um, like, you know, like, especially up north where, you know, I was, I was you know, raised, you know, for the majority of my life. It's like, yeah, I, I did not see one street preacher and everything. And now here, you know, down here now it's COVID, you know, a lot more people are staying inside, but like they're. I, I can definitely tell since I moved here, there, there's been a lot more, a lot more people going out. And yeah, and, and, and everything that goes back to with like uh, JB. Uh, I remember him mm -hmm. uh, telling us that uh, up yep. there where he is in Maine, like there is, the, other than like his church, there's like no, in yeah. like his little area, there's like, there's no Christianity there. It's, it's, it's yeah. just complete secular it's not like mm -hmm. it's just like no Christianity. It's no religion. You know, there's no religion there. It's just void of all of that. And he, you know, he's out yeah. there. He's doing, and and we, you know, with all those odds stacked against him, he's doing really good. He really is. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. And, and like you said, it, it, if you look at it, the farther north you go mm -hmm. here in the states, the the less Jesus you have. Um, yeah, yeah, and and, and really, it's kind of interesting because if you study the Bible, it's funny because you know north is where God is. So technically, the more the more north you go, the the closer to God you get. But but really, it's sad that you know that that's you know not the case with Christian groups forming and everything. Right. But but yeah, it, it, it you know, and it's funny you know, Bible talks about you know God lives in the north and everything. And and you know, personally, you know, really, everyone they're growing up that you know they. Every single person thought Santa Claus lives in the north. You know, well, Santa Claus doesn't exist. Okay, you know, God lives yep. in the north, and you can do that whole study. But, but it's like, yeah, it's so sad. You know, uh, up there in Maine, I, I, I do know a, a preacher. You know, but besides JB, he has a little online ministry, and he's up there, and, and yeah, he, he talks about it. How, how, yeah, there's no, there's virtually no Christians up there, and, and it's sad. Um, you know, that first of all, there, there's not a lot of people up there in general, but you know, just because of the elements and everything, but. But on top of that, you know, the people that are up there, there's really no Christians. And, you know, like God, God called, you know, JB up there to to do some work. And, and, and he's he, he's doing well. Uh, and uh, I, I'm, I'm personally glad that, that that he did go up there. You know, it, it's really sad to see him go. But, you know, he's, he's working for the Lord. So it's, yeah, necessary. You, you, it's never wise to not do what the Lord calls you to do. Yeah. I mean, you know. And, 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 I mean, we both know that was a very tough decision for JB. I mean, you mm -hmm. can tell that, you know, part of him really didn't want to leave. But at the same time, he knew to leave. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and, uh, and I know uh, a minister that had a similar situation um, as well. 
he's now preaching out in Arizona and I think uh, Tucson. But mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, really, it's it's all about going out and preaching the gospel for people to hear. I mean, yeah. you 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 can know everything there is to know about that book. Mm-hmm. But if you don't go out and show you know show the love of God to anyone else, I mean, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you said, you know, that command that Jesus gave to his disciples, that wasn't just to his disciples. Mm-hmm. It was to them primarily, you know, they, mm-hmm. that was direct, that was their direct one. But that's also applied to us as well. And it's not just applied to a few Christians. It's applied to all Christians. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like, it, I mean, really, it's uh, it just comes down to going out preaching the gospel, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, really, it, it, it's it, it, and really, it's not that hard to do so. Like when it, when it, once mm-hmm. you get over the fear of man. Because um, I have uh, in my book um, that I'm writing uh, up at the front, I have a, I have a good quote by uh, R.C. Sproul. Uh, I'm Sproul. pretty sure I butchered Sproul. Okay, I, I was yeah. about to say I know I butchered the name. It says the greatest weakness in the church today is this, that the servants of God keep looking over their shoulder for the approval of men. You know, and, and yep. that that is one of the greatest weaknesses. You know, we are in a we are in a self help culture as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we a lot of Christians will fear uh, have the fear of getting you know of cancel culture getting to them. You know, losing those friendships. You know, yeah. if I were to lose all you know all my worldly friends. Because I I post this thing, this podcast, so be it. Yeah. You know, I I I'm not fearing man. I'm fearing the Lord. Um. And and that is one of the most important things is to f- primarily fear the Lord. You know, mm-hmm. don't fear don't fear man at all. You know. Yeah. Man, don't. Uh, what's the scripture? It says. Uh, don't fear just them that can kill flesh, flesh um, and bone, but but God who is able to destroy both soul and body, all that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I don't have that verse memorized, <laughs> but you know, I know it. I, I know that that's there. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it really, you can't just fear. You can't fear man. You know, you uh-huh. uh, you cannot serve two masters. Christ said that. You know how? Yeah. You can either you you it's a you know Abe Lincoln stole the quote from Christ: "A house divided against <laughs> itself shall not stand." You yeah. know you you can't uh, fear God and fear man. You have to fear one. You know you can you can either build your house you know on the sand or you can build your house on the stone. You know. Yeah. And, Foundation of Christ. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, again, a lot of people, what are they fearing more? Man, I know. Yeah. It's sad. I know a lot of Christians personally that are fearing man more than they are fearing the Lord. 
And I'm not saying yeah. I'm perfect either. You know, I, I want to make sure I'm reiterating that. I'm not perfect. I fear man sometimes too. I strive not to. I really do. You know, and and this here is a is a form of showing that I fear the Lord more. Like I said, if if I get you know if I lose, you know, my best friend because I post that you know in somewhere in this podcast, or or somewhere in this series, I said something that offended my friend. And my friend said either, you know, said take it back or else we ain't friends. Well, we ain't friends then. Yeah. You know, you know I fear he who can kill my spirit over he who can just kill flesh and blood. Yeah, that's Matthew ten twenty eight. by the way. Matthew 10, 28. Okay. Thank you. I'll yeah. Make sure yeah. To, I'm going to. Make sure to start uh, memorizing that one. Because I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, really I use that verse a lot. I just, yeah. whenever I go to say it, I always forget it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, um, it's, it's just, at the core of this podcast is just here to, again, bring the light of the word, the light of what this book says into this dark world. You know, mm -hmm. if it, and if it wasn't apparent, you know, with the scriptures we were uh, using here on this podcast, we are using the uh, the authorized version, the King James Bible, um, yeah. and because that's what we both use. We have our reasons for doing that, and in one of the future episodes, we will be discussing that more in depth. But yeah, we believe that this is the best Bible to use. We believe in. Um, in the future, we're also be going to have a, a friend of ours named Ian join. You know, it's uh, it's 2.36 right now uh, while we're recording this, and Ian is still in school. Sam just graduated early. Uh, yeah, praise like, God. Like what, Monday? <laughs> um, like, it, it, was, it was last Thursday. So. Last Thursday. So, yeah. so yeah, Sam, yeah, Sam's out of school, so, you know. No Ian's longer a slave. You're no longer a slave to the uh, the foundation of the schools, the public schools. Yeah. But um, mm -hmm. but yeah, it, and like I said, in the future uh, episodes, Ian will be joining us as well. Uh, I hope to bring on other people that I know, other friends of mine as well in the future. I as of right now, I really don't have a schedule for you know. I know this upcoming week I will be traveling back down to Houston uh, to help my father uh, re-register his truck because my father just had back surgery. Um, so it re uh, next there might not be one recorded next week. I'm going to try to. I'll have some time in a hotel room <laughs> to record, uh, God willing. So if not next week it'll definitely be the week after there will be one out and it after uh in, in two weeks time if uh it will try to follow a weekly there will be one every week you know the the cast i should per se it'll always include me um it's, but mainly it will include sam and ian as well providing they're both available i'm gonna try hopefully to release on a saturday or Sunday, one of the two weekend days. Um, but 
that is to be determined. Um, but yeah, Sam, if uh, you got anything else left to say to uh, the people listening? Well, uh, in, in, uh, in closing, I, I would definitely say uh, I would encourage everyone listening, if, if you don't have one, I would encourage you to get a King James Bible. They're, they're very cheap. You can get them everywhere. You know, they've been around for 400 years. They're, you know, it's, it's the most read book in the world, the King James Version. Um, you know, because people always say the Bible is you know, the most read book in the world. Yeah, but specifically, the King James Bible is the most read ever. It's the most circulated, bore the, more, the most fruit. So I would encourage you to get a King James Bible and start reading it. And, and studying it and really you know, try, try to adhere to dispensationalism, um, you know, and, and of course, you know, we're, we're going to talk about it more in depth in, in future, future episodes and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I, I encourage you to give attendance to reading, search the scriptures, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, for, for instance, you know, Jesus was, was talking and uh, talking with his disciples and they said, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. I, uh, both, both Gunnar and I uh, believe that, that, that this is the Bible. This is the inspired word of God. And, and the most important thing you can do is read it. You know, I, I would recommend praying before you read, praying and just, you know, approach it with a humble mind and, uh, and a believing heart. And, and, and the Lord will, will lead you unto all truth. So that's what I would say. Just get yourself king to the Bible and uh, get your nose in it. All right. Um, so if uh, Sam, if you could uh, close us in a word of prayer as well. And, uh, We'll be, I'll see y'all sometime in the future. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, the Lord of hosts, I just uh, want to thank you for allowing Gunnar and I to assemble here and just talk and discuss about your word. And uh, hopefully people are listening. <laughs> that They will be in the future, most likely. I just, uh, I just pray that every single person that, that listens here, including Gunnar and I, will just be, be a faithful steward of the mysteries of God and we will stay in the word and and study and pray without ceasing and that we will stay vigilant and, and be not ignorant, be not ignorant of Satan's devices. Uh, we, we live in a fallen, wicked, deprived world. And, and we, we, we definitely need to be aware of your word. We need to study it. We need to know our weapons and our weapons are, uh, the King James Bible, the Bible, Lord, that's our weapon. Uh, we, we are in spiritual warfare every day and, and we need to know our weapon in order to use it and defend, defend against the, the wiles of the devil. So I, I just pray that, uh, that this pod that this podcast blesses everyone that listens and I pray that uh, everyone has a great rest of the day and uh, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Again, thank you all for listening. Um, God bless the rest of your day. <laughs>